previously on Red Raven River. Now, Kenny, I usually have my players do a recap so I can figure out how much they actually remember. What do you remember? Where are my notes? Here's what I remember. I don't even need it. Here's what I remember. Can I just preface this with I don't remember anything? <laughs> That's good for your character. That's really good. So we I'll have a in. group of, don't you touch my holes. We have a group of six friends who are going on their first gathering of friends since an unknown incident that occurred an unspecified time ago. It could be days ago, but it could be weeks, it could be years. <laughs> we are going on a float trip at the Red Raven River. We are main three players. Uh, we started with Delbert, Tess, and Jimothy went down to set up our canoe rentals because they would not do it over the phone. Where we met Foxy Fox Akuda who got us set up with our canoes and maybe Jimothy killed their grandpa. Hey man, I might have killed their grandpa, man. I don't know. Maybe Tess panicked when she thought there was a bear and, you know, did some panic phone calls instead of running away from the bear. Then she ran towards the noise and discovered, you know, grandpa come in and Grandpa was a bit of a doomsayer. He's, you know, this is the Blood River. And our characters think he's just crazy. And now we think he's dead. Anywho, we got our canoes. We had a great, great discount. We came back. We had a nice little float. We didn't talk about the incident where, turns out, maybe one of our friends, maybe my brother Tubbs, uh, met uh, a gruesome end that we don't talk about. And we just have a good little fun float. We see some, we hit some rapids. Some of us get through the rapids well on purpose. Some of us get through the rapids well on accident. Some of us, well, don't get through the rapids. And then there's a uh, a weird thing that happens where the river runs dry and uh, <laughs> Delbert wolverines up a mud wall and fights a bear successfully somehow. And then the river decided to come back, and that didn't go well for almost anybody. People were beaten the crap out of by trees and rocks and stuff, and then we were tossed off a waterfall where we were left floating weirdly midair, and then our characters caught a glimpse of something, let's say, out of this world that possibly broke poor Jimothy's mind. Is that it? That's it. You're very good mention two more things. Tess, you got two phone calls. Do you remember who they were from? Uh, no. Oh my gosh. They're from Tubbs. It was the dun 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 moments. My oh, lord. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 I told you I wasn't going to remember anything. She did tell. She gave me a face <laughs> and everything. Very good. Okay. Dun dun dun. You said two things. That was one thing. We need to make a roll for Jimothy. Jimothy, I'm glad we're going to be here for the long haul. I hope you roll good, buddy. I don't have any dice either, man. <laughs> <laughs> look who's rolling digitally jimothy you looked at a blob in the sky and it made you go insane i need you to roll a d20 on a one through ten you're going to be permanently insane Oh. On a 11 through 20, you'll only be temporarily insane. However, either way, your character is going to be useless in this situation. However, 11 through 20, if they don't get eaten by something or killed some other way, they I'm will gonna, survive. I'm going to stop you there. Okay. It was a 10. All right. Jimothy Littleman, our sweet summer child, looked up 
at this dark shape <laughs> in front of the sun. He, he was following after his uh, his favorite president who looked into a, into a solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. <laughs> Without glasses. Yeah, pretty much. And Is this Snope all over again? Yep. <laughs> all right. Go ahead and don't tell anyone what it is, but uh, what I sent you is what's happening right now. Okay? Okay, man. All right. You can tell me. When we left him, so we'll get with your new character right now. When we left him, Karn had his foot stuck in a rock and was in the process of being drowned. Karn, what did you do to get your rock, or get your rock, get your foot unstuck from the rock? Um, I, uh, I just jiggled. I, got, I, 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 I just jiggled it a little bit. Just jiggled it a little bit. Maybe we did a... All right. <laughs> Can you make a roll for me and add your skill? Yes, Mr. Ryan. Doesn't sound like he has any skill. <laughs> uh, he said... Uh, a, 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 tw- a 23? A 23? A 23? <laughs> <laughs> you reach down, you pull the rocks away from your ankle, and then you get shot up back into the water, and that's where you lose consciousness as you hit your head on logs and trees and a whole bunch of debris. So we're going to, all of us, wake up. Now, can I have Tess, Delbert, and Karn all make a roll, please? And just tell me the number you get. A 17, Mr. Ryan. Delbert got a 6. Tess got a 17. Tess, you are having a dream right now. What are you dreaming about? Uh... (laughs) I'm dreaming about the incident, which we shall not talk about. Who is with you right now in the dream? Tubbs. (laughs) Where are you guys? We are on the Eiffel Tower in Paris, France. Not Ohio. Not one of the other. Not Paris. the other Paris. Not the other Eiffel Tower in another Paris. Yeah, it's the it's the actual Eiffel Tower in Paris, France. If you didn't know. The default. Yes, the default. The default. What do you see Tubbs doing right now? He's uh, squawking at the pigeons, <laughs> like they're crows, and I'm taking pictures of it to put it on my Instagram. Beautiful, <laughs> Tess. This is becoming a bit more of a lucid dream right now, and you realize it's a dream. Part of the reason you realize it's a dream is that Karn comes up behind you. Karn, you now join in Tess's dream. Karn, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm being filmed for a, uh, a modeling uh, modeling shoot. I'm modeling a <laughs> uh, some like phoenix wings. And my glistening <laughs> abs are glistening in the sunlight because they have oiled me up. <laughs> Delbert, you now join Tess's dream. What are you doing? Delbert's uh, scoping out the Eiffel Tower, making sure there's no uh, terrorist devices. You know, because it's a it's a it's a big landmark. Something bad could happen at any point in time. I like to think, you know, the incident was a little closer to them days when terror was happening all over the place. And Delbert's high alert. He's also eating a big-ass croissant. 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 Yeah. You're eating a pastry. Very nice. Yeah, a good one. Like, oh, yeah, with like flaky bits of crust that come oh, it's some. it's raining down like a sludge queen's bread. Dandruff flakes of, of pastry. <laughs> Honestly, they had to put it in the local weather because so much was flaking off the tower and it was hitting, you know, and the whole area was just covered. It's cloudy with a chance of croissant. as you're going through this dream you're reenacting what happened on the day of the incident until there's a moment when you each three of you make eye contact with each other and you remember you have you were just over a waterfall and you were falling 
but now you're here. What do you say to each other? Did we already do this? Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like I already did this. I mean, you can never be too safe. I could check this again, but I just remembered no longer being broke from this random trip to frickin' Paris that there's no way I could come back here and do this again. I thought we were doing... Is that Tubbs? Yes, that certainly looks like him. Dude, he dead. That could be daddy right there. Yeah. I remember, I think I was just fighting a bear, and then you guys messed up the river. You didn't follow my instructions, and I think you got me thrown off a waterfall, but I don't remember landing. It, that, vaguely, that vaguely sounds uh, like something that happened. Delbert, make a roll for me. 18. What time of day was the incident? The incident was in the golden hour. There is a... Wait, what does that mean? It's when the, uh, the sun is at a point where all the light it's casting across the land is... Is this morning? The... <laughs> is this sunset? No, it, it, it is the golden hour. It's the golden hour. Could that mean sunrise? Usually sunset, I feel. But the sun's always shining in the sunrise, too. Yeah, but that's different. It's not golden in the sun. Nobody wants to be awake. Nobody's happy when, if they're out, if you're out there when the sun is rising, you're not happy, Tess. We don't, we don't wake up that early. So, Delbert, as you're explaining what the golden <laughs> time is to Tess, <laughs> you see a shadow that shouldn't be there. It wasn't there during the incident, but it is there now. And it is starting on the floor underneath of Tebs and kind of almost spreading out like a spilled oil. It's Grimer. Huh. Tubbs, you might want to move, bud. I don't think I checked for terrorist devices over there, and that's a new one on me. It looks a lot like that one shadow I seen over there over that inn's mouth. Very, very nice reference. <laughs> How far is Tubbs from me? Probably about 20 feet. I'm going to attempt to run over there and try to pull Tubbs out of this sludge. Beautiful. Tess, what are you doing? I'm documenting this. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, from where you're at right now, you're getting a good shot of Tubbs and the pigeons. Some of the pigeons have actually landed on him, <laughs> uh, on his shoulders, on his heads, and Tubbs and pigeons don't seem to care. Yeah, he's got more than one head. Okay. Uh, Tubbs and the... Oh my shoulders. god. Knees, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. You, you said knees when you were touching your shoulders, I'll point that. <laughs> Karn, what are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm actually trying to get in uh, every frame of uh, shooting that Tess is doing. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, uh, I guess I'm photobombing it, yeah. Could I have Tess and Card make a roll, please? That is a, uh, that is a nine, Mr. Ryan. Tess got a six. Delbert, as you get closer to Tubbs, the shadow that has spread over him kind of leaps up and drapes over him and the pigeon. So now he is this giant shadowy cloaked thing with a bunch of pigeon birds on him. And he looks at you, Tess, Delbert, Karn looks at you guys and he just says, are you crazy? I throw my pastry at it as hard as I can. All right, make a roll. It's an eight. As the pastry leaves your hand, flakes just spitting off the sides and one of them, it does hit him, however, it passes through him. That ain't right. I think I got into Jimothy's snacks. This is a dream. You guys are here. You guys are all in my dream. That ain't right. That shouldn't happen. Pastry shouldn't go through people. I shouldn't have to go to Paris fry, uh, twice. That's why we call them, you know, freedom fries and not french fries. Okay. Like, if this if this is a dream, then uh, I wonder, can I do this? And I 
Uh, he tries to flap his wings. With your phoenix wings? Do they flap? Make a roll? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that 18, Mr. Ryan? Karn. Yes, yes, Mr. Ryan. You start flapping your wings, and what you thought was going to be, like, a comic little maneuver shoots you up into the sky uncontrollably. Oh my god, I'm Icarus. <laughs> you say that, except the words just <laughs> fall down that no one can hear because all the you have shot up into the air. Karn! What what the hell, man? Did you do that the whole time? This is all part of your subconscious, Delbert. This is not really happening. You're probably just amped up when you fought off that bear with your bare hands. Tubbs is dead. Karn can't fly. Tess is still Tessin. Tess, on your phone, the image changes to a close-up of Tubbs, who looks at you in your eyes and says, Lose the envy. Lose the hate. What'd that mean? Your phone then starts to spark, and you can feel it in your hand getting warmer and warmer. What do you want to do? I also chuck my phone at the Tubbs Grimer monster thing. You throw it, and it passes right through him. <gasps> Just like your croissant. Just like the croissant. Karn, you don't know how high you are. You just know that the stars are pretty right now. Colder, quieter. Do you like it? Is it for you? There's, no, there's really no one uh, up here to admire me, so I would like to come back down. <laughs> it's when you have that, fall, uh, that thought that you then... Slowly at first, and then faster, oh, wait. Oh, faster, no, faster, now faster, that faster, I faster. think about it, people have been admiring the stars for millennia. <laughs> <laughs> you begin uh, doing your fallen angel routine right back to the Eiffel Tower. Delbert and Tess, this shadowy form of Tubbs, after the cell phone goes through him, comes up to both of you grabs you and lifts you up over the tower and starts flying you over Paris, holding you out, you know, like two toddlers that are having a fit, just holding you up above the city and says, lose the hate, and then let's go. I blame you, Tess. This is worse than the time that you made me get that elevator at that chocolate factory. I don't think walk away is a real directions. <laughs> the air, whooshing. Your stomachs are lurching as you see this ground just get closer and closer and closer. And then it reaches up and smashes you into blackness all again. This time, there's a ringing in your ears. Everyone, your eyes slowly flutter and blink a few times before they fully open. You are all awake. Everything is pain. Everything hurts. You see yourselves are covered in leaves. Looking around, you can see four of you. You can see Tess. You can see Delbert. You can see Karn. You can also see Jimothy, who is sitting, rocking back and forth with his arms wrapped around his legs. He just keeps muttering, wasn't there at all on a cold and frosty morning. Wasn't there at all on a cold and frosty morning. Wasn't there at all on a cold and frosty morning. Now, does he sound like that when he's saying it, or does he sound like Jimothy when he's saying it? Wasn't there like that cold and frosty morning. Wasn't there like that. No, that's that. the other one. Oh, sorry, I'm... I'm Hey man, I wasn't oh, wasn't there like there that on a cold and frosty morning. Uh, wasn't there like <laughs> there that on the uh, cold and frosty morning? Oh man. shit! Oh, why do I feel like I got hit by a truck? Oh, Karn's whole body hurts. <laughs> Jimothy, why are you being all weird over there, man? Or than usual? 
Timothy! Delver's patting himself down, make sure everything's still attached. Looking around. Uh, is everyone here okay? No. You look no? around, you don't see anyone else from your group. Uh, where's, where's Dick and, uh, Lily? Anyone, has anyone seen our Dick and Lily? Dick, As you c- Dick, call Dick, out, your voice Dick, starts Dick. to echo. You see that where your people are located right now, you're next to three wooden docks on some kind of bank. And these docks are very old and rotted. And the there is a waterfall close by. You feel the air is cooler down here. You're in some kind of valley, and the sun is just beginning to fall behind the bluffs again. Right now, you have enough light to see comfortably for maybe about two hours, maybe two and a half hours, but dusk is definitely soon coming. There are also some darker clouds up ahead. Your voice echoes down the valley following this little stream now, but you don't see anyone else. Everyone looks bad. What do you want to do? Don't look, don't look at me. I said, well, this is probably the worst I've looked in a while. I'm covered in mud. I got leaves in my hair and my teeth. And I'm not having a good time. Karn, you really are disgusting. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but that's, you're looking <laughs> awful. But we got to focus right now, okay? I don't know where we are. I know it's rare for me, Delbert, to be lost, but something happened. I don't know what it was, but we need to set up a base camp here, and we need to try to find Dick and Lily. So, Jimothy, you sit here and guard this campsite that we're going to make right here. We need to go gather supplies to make some shelter and some fire. But I hurt. Uh, We all hurt sometimes. You're in charge of firewood with Karn. What? I will build a, a um, I'm sorry, shelter. Um, Mr. Uh, I, I, I do not think that uh, I would be a, uh, a good, uh, suitable uh, candidate for uh, getting uh, the wood. Uh, perhaps you would like me to uh, stay right here. Karn? Yes? Do you know how hot Lumberjack I am very hot. Wait, what? What'd you say? And do you know how much further up the hotness scale it would take you if you got your lumberjack on? Came back in here carrying a nice big meaty log with them glistening muscles. Oh. I bet Tess could get some pictures of you. Oh, you, you still have your uh, camera, phone, 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 yes? Uh, yes. You do? But I think it's dying. Okay, here's, here's the plan, here's the plan. So, you're gonna you're gonna chop all the wood, okay? I, and I'll hold the phone while you do that. <laughs> and then, when, you're, when that's all done... I'll pick it up. You snap a few photos, and then I put it back down, and you carry it back to base camp. Yes? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't care how you guys accomplish <laughs> it, but I need you to get me that wood and be back here in about 30 minutes. I'm going to head the same direction with you guys, but I'm going to be gathering bigger wood and leaves and some mud, and I'm going to craft us a beautiful little shack here. Should, um, I'm sorry again. I'm sorry. Should, should, should we just be leaving Jimothy alone right there? Jimothy's guarding the camp. He'll be fine. I think maybe someone should, like, uh, I don't know, uh, check on him, see if he's okay or something. I don't know. You know what, Karn? You're right. You should go talk to Jimothy. Okay. Karn goes over to Jimothy. <laughs> Timothy, Delbert has spoken to you twice, and Karn is now interacting with you. So your interaction stamina has reached three. Go ahead and do the thing. 
That's all I know about the crows, man! And yeah, he passed out. You see Jimothy's body just go even more deadweight limp and almost, like, supernaturally sink into the riverbank. Tard, is, is he still breathing? Tard, drag him out of the riverbank. You want me to grab him? He's dirty. He's dirty. Tickle his, You're... tickle his feet. Maybe oh, he'll move. I am not touching his little toes. <laughs> Cart, you're still dirty. Right, but I'm like uh, uh, affluent dirty. I'm like chic dirty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Delbert is gonna go over there and he's gonna drag both of your asses out of the mud after Delbert knocks your ass into the mud, Cart. I'm coming over. You better grab an arm. Okay. Can I have all of you make a roll, please? Eleven. Delbert can't roll for shit. Seven. Tess got a ten. Karn, Delbert comes up, shoves you out of the way because let him. Let Delbert <laughs> handle the situation, all right? Delbert has done this before, okay? He pushes you down in the mud. You try to get up, but your eyes catch tracks in this mud. Karn, you're, you're a lovely model, and I think you've probably done some modeling for zoos as well, because why not? Yes, I've, I, have been a, I have been a tiger. I have been the panda bear. I have been the uh, famous tarantula. <laughs> and when you see these tracks, all you can think are those look like bear tracks. And they're going back and forth between this little stream, this riverbank, and slightly into the forest. Delbert, after you push Karn out of the way, your foot hits a rock and you stumble <laughs> yourself into the mud. But you get back up and you start pulling Littleman's just... He's so... How how can someone who doesn't eat be so heavy? Dense, man. He's so dense. Big boned. Big solid bones. Jimothy, you're going on a diet when we get back. You pull him up to a bunch of rocks <sighs> away from the stream, a little bit closer to where you're thinking of setting up your camp, and then you see that these rocks are actually... They don't look naturally placed. They're in a configuration, and it looks like they're, it is a rock path that is leading from the docks into the forest. What is your traumatic flaw, Delbert? Delbert's traumatic flaw is documenter. Explain why your traumatic flaw makes you follow that path. Well, Delbert's always curious about his surroundings for safety reasons, and Delbert's gonna need to get to the bottom of this trail here, because uh, that's a sign of civilization. Maybe Delbert's not as lost as he thinks he is. Delbert is going to go try to find help by following this trail. Maybe there's another campground right down there. So that's the direction Delbert's going to go to try to find supplies to potentially build a shelter. And on the offhand chance he finds help, then he'll just do that instead. Do you say anything to the to Tess or Card, or do you just go? <clears throat> okay, Card. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. Hi. Hi. Tess? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> New plan. I'm going to follow this trail. Now, if you're going to be a hindrance to me when I follow this trail, you stay here and you try to get the campground ready. But I got a good feeling that there could be some help down this trail, and I'm going to go that way. So it's up to you if you're coming with me now or you're staying here and playing house. Am I still getting the wood with Kern? Kern. <laughs> Yeah, we still need wood with Kern. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel. Colonel. It's uh, it's actually yeah, I'm sorry. It's actually Karn. 
I mean, we've we've known each other our whole lives, and uh, you fucking know that. Look, I'm just gonna walk, okay? You guys are gonna die, but it's not Delver's fault. I mean, I've Delver's gonna try I've to take been, care of you. I've filmed in the, the the Amazon before. I think I've I've, I've got this. I've been I've been to uh, such exotic locales as. Uh, uh, the Bahamas and Florida, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Utah is exotic, Karn. I don't know how you survive there. I'll give you that. But uh, I'm going, and I'm going now because that sun is going down. So best I can do is maybe an hour in and an hour back because I don't want to be stuck out in the woods in the dark. That's an amateur move, and Delbert ain't no amateur. Delbert's an Eagle Scout. Delbert starts walking up the path, and Tess and Karn see him start to then disappear, because the forest is pretty thick down here. Karn, do you tell anyone about the bear tracks? I mean, I didn't. (laughs) Okay, we do what is required to be done. (laughs) Delbert, as you're walking up this path, uh, it takes you into a clearing which quickly opens up into a branching circular path. Uh, so there's going to be there's a route on the left, a route on the right, but it looks like they, they meet again at the top and continue north, straight into the forest. In the center of this clearing, there are two wooden poles sticking out of the ground parallel to each other. And at the base of the poles appear to be some wooden boards. You go down, kick the board, see if there might be something useful over there, see if you can get a bearing on where this place is. And you see that one of the boards appears to have some kind of image engraved on it. What do you want to do? Mm, let's examine that image. I gotta, I gotta know what that is. How do you want to examine it? What do you do to examine it? Well, I mean, I see the image on the board, so I, you know, look at it with my eyes. It looks pretty worn down. Hmm. Okay. Like there's been a lot of weather erosion on it, so looking at the features with just your eyes, you can't really make out any details. So I'm gonna I'm gonna touch it with my hands. Yeah. And try to kind of clean out the grooves there and get a feel for what this thing uh, is. Make a roll for me. All right, Delbert, you've been shit all day. Time to shine, buddy. You do add your skill to this one. Oh, good. Delbert's got lots of skill. I bet. That's a 23, ladies and gentlemen. Delbert, what did you do previously that allows you to take your hands, just feel the the, the grooves? the peaks and valleys on this wood that allows you to have some kind of visual memory of what this is. What kind of training does that require, do you think? It's actually just the training of love. Delbert dated a blind girl for many years until she got corrective surgery and she seen Delbert and she left Delbert because she was like a 10 and Delbert's like a 3. But she was blind. It turns out, yeah, but she got some corrective surgery, you know, and then she's seen that she was a 10. Delbert's move was to keep telling her how hideous she was and that way he was doing her a favor by being with her. And he was not expecting technology to advance in a way to bring back her eyesight. And uh turns out love is not blind and <laughs> Delbert is both a bad cover and a bad book. Her words, not Delbert. Oh. <laughs> Delbert thinks he's amazing. But in the romance, of course, Delbert uh, learned to read Braille and got so used to the subtle bumps and intricacies of the Braille uh, alphabet. And through this previous experience, you are able to, with a 23, you are able to determine that this chunk of wood is a town placard of a village. It's a map of a village engraved 
in wood. You figure out that there's a stream that's running to the south with the three docks. There's a, the image depicts a waterfall to the southwest. There appears to be a church to the north, some cabins to the west, a really tall tower also to the north. To the east, there's some kind of large building with what looks like crops. And in the center of this village, there appears to be a circle with just a bunch of squares surrounding it. You're not entirely sure. But based on this, you can pretty much figure out where you are in relation to this village. And it's probably another five-minute walk into the forest, and you'll be into whatever this is. How long has it taken me to get to this point? It took you only about mm, ten minutes. Minutes, so there's still plenty of daylight. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's pretty close to where I left those two fools. I mean, my friends. So I'm gonna backtrack and grab them because I feel like there's got to be some sort of already made shelter in this town here. Even if the town is still not intact, surely there's some sort of structure. So I'm going to turn back to grab Jimothy, Karn, and Tess. While you're examining this piece of wood, I'm going to have Karn make a bear roll. Karn, can you please roll for me? Bear roll coming up. 19. Is Karn now a bear? Karn turns into a bear. Nope. What are Karn and Tess doing while Debert's away? Uh, I well, think we were supposed to gather wood. Yeah. But did you? But did we? No. Did no, we? we did not. No, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> we got 10 minutes. Instead, I, uh, I, was using, I was using the mud and I was drawing a mustache on sleeping Jimothy. Uh, and uh, Tess was poking Jimothy's foot with a muddy stick. Look, look at this. It looks like he's got a poo-poo mustache. <laughs> Isn't that great? You get no response from Little Man. He just lays there breathing, snoring occasionally. <laughs> then you hear movement behind you from the stone path. What do you want to do? I throw my muddy stick towards that way. You throw it? Yeah, yeah. Make a roll. That's a one. You, you attempt to throw a stick. You don't throw the stick. <laughs> as you you just kind of fling it and just mud just like splatters across the side of your face. Oh no! As, as you, yeah, as you see Delbert coming down the path holding this chunk of wood in his, in his two hands. See, what I, do you guys I, do? I told you the we wouldn't have to hand. get wood. He brought wood for us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get any wood? Absolutely uh, not. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, um, uh, we were tying our shoes and just about to, just about to head off, and then here you are. Karn, you aren't wearing shoes. Right. <sighs> Look, Delbert has provided. There's a very clear map of a town on this board. I understand. It's right here. I don't know if you can see it, but you got to trust me on that. That was a 10-minute walk back into the woods. So we've still got probably a little over an hour to spare of daylight. We can go in there. We can check out this town. Oh. Surely we could find some sort of shelter. We're going to have to, look. I have something. We're going to have to. I have something very, very important to show you. Look, it's a, it's a poo-poo mustache. Jesus Christ. Will you two pick up <laughs> Jimothy together so I can fight off any potential bears? Because I know that bear is going to hold a grudge before the river ran dry. It's gonna tell its bear family. It's gonna because it's it's embarrassed by the ass kicking that it got from me. Oh, uh, well, just if we if we pick him up, who who's gonna film us picking him up? I, yeah. Look, there are cameras all over this forest. I I don't think I can pick him up. That's I mean, what, you saw me throw that muddy stick. I got no arm power. 
But that's why you're working together. Just drag them. I only, I only work the glamour muscles. I don't. These are not okay, functional. You, oh, Jesus Christ! You guys are. Also, have to I'm the feeling bear very peckish. I have not eaten. <laughs> if the sun's going down, and if I'm gonna get my nine hours that I need, so that I do not get crow's feet under these beautiful goddamn eyes, <laughs> then we're gonna have to sleep soon. Jesus Christ! You guys walk ahead. I will go fireman carry Jimothy. I should just let you all die. Mom said I shouldn't go get friends. And she was the only friend I needed, and I'm starting to think she was right. Delbert's getting real frustrated with you non-survivors not listening to me. If I die, I will haunt you. I will haunt you. I will haunt you. Go into the woods. I'm gonna go attempt to pick up Jimothy's heavy, skinny ass. God damn. Delbert, you have to make a roll to see if you can carry Jimothy. He's either getting carried or he's getting goddamn dragged. Or left behind. 16. You try to pick him up, and the mud has created a vacuum beneath him. So <laughs> you, you pick him up, and it literally sucks him back down. God damn it, Jimothy. Did I only bring the one board back with me? You only brought the one board of with you, yes. So I'm going to give you a choice. You can spend more time trying to construct, uh, trying to craft something from branches, vine to get him out of the mud and drag him but that's going to take some time or you cover him with leaves and hope for the best delver doesn't leave a man behind delver's got to get him out of here it takes about 30 minutes but you do manage to get a harness on him you pull him out and now you have a pretty good okay like sled pulley system going on so he's falling behind you yeah. Can I get this for the gram? I'm sorry, what? Can I get it for the gram? Can I take a picture of you? Is your phone still good? Uh, is that like 10%? Have you even tried to call for help? No. I actually need to call my agent because I think that I'm going to be late for my next, uh, I had a, I had a, I had a job booked immediately oh, after this, so can I, can I see that real quick? Okay. Bring. <laughs> I am dragging Timothy <laughs> down the trail. They either follow or they don't. I will. I imagine they left you to go up, and they're probably waiting for you at the the circle part of the trail where you found the boar, just having this conversation with each other <laughs> as you're dragging Timothy behind you. Yeah. So the problem with my current management is like I can't get any jobs where they let me where they let me speak. Every it's just so like I'm on camera, but like. No, no talkie. How long does it take me to drag Jimothy back? It was originally a 10 minute trek. Now it's... It took 30 minutes to build a harness and all the stuff he needed to get him there. So it's been probably another 20 minutes. So we're sitting... Okay, we got roughly, I want to say, about 30, 40 minutes left of daylight here. So if you guys can get your asses in gear, time to survive. Okay, we're not modeling in the forest. Yeah, and that's, that's how I got the role Wait. of Nazgul number three in Lord of the Rings. Hold on, does your phone have signal tests? No. Who the hell have no? I been talking to? <laughs> Karn, you look in the, the phone. You see that there's a little crack starting to form in the glass. <gasps> As you look at it and you say, who have I been talking to? It's an image of yourself, but there's a delay. Hello? <laughs> so when you say, who have I been talking to? You look at the phone and then the Im- the re- your reflection about two seconds later mouths, who have I been talking to? Karn, what did you do with my phone? This is the weirdest filter. I I don't know. Can you take this? Can you turn the filter? Here you go. You take this. You turn the filter off. There you go. 
I don't like it. Tess, can you turn your phone off and preserve the battery in case we get somewhere with some signal later? We need to trek on, okay? We've got, look, according to this map, we I got went a ahead and started houses. downloading the latest uh, Genshin Impact uh, update for you. You're going to thank me later. Jesus Christ, Car. You guys are making your way up the stone path. You're pushing through branches. You're having to pull little men under fallen trees, over stumps. You're hearing the sounds of scur- animals scurrying and darting through the bushes. There's some birds squawking above you in some like hidden nests. And you're starting to shiver a bit because the dampness and this cool air combined with you just coming out of the river isn't really helping. Can I have everyone make a roll? Seven. Nineteen. Eight. For test. Delbert, this is your fucking moment to shine. You were born for this and killing it all right i don't know where the strength is coming from you are pulling little men behind you no problems however you hear the whining and complaining from karn and tess as branches get slapped into their face I, why did why would a spider build the web in the middle of the path it's not just one spider doing it i keep eating spiders and How do as, you survive as, you say this, you as need a another species spider web. if this is what you... <laughs> Tess, you catch a reflect your reflection in your phone and you can see that your all of your makeup has just flown down your face. Oh, God. Combined with the mud streak on it. I'm hideous. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but you're fucking gross. <laughs> Eventually, all three of you do come out of the thickness of this forest into a large clearing. I need to know what order you come out of the forest. So I, I imagine Delbert's coming first. I'm, I'm up front, yeah. Dragon little Jimothy. Who would come after Delbert? Me. Tess. Tess. Tess? I would have to be in front to be eating spiders. Mm, you guys are walking side side like not exactly behind me i was gonna say card might just have like he's just not even on the path venture to the right or left <laughs> off the path every so often and that's what's making him eat these spider webs that's also part of the reason it's so frustrating for you is because you're literally not even the first person through <laughs> karn so we're gonna go in reverse order of when how you come out of the forest karn from the back you come out of the forest and you see this massive opening where the forest has been cut away and cleared. There are stone trails leading in different directions. From this part of the forest, you can make out log cabins to the west, what looks like some kind of church to the north, some kind of tower to the east, and a very large building farther to the east. This looks like some kind of village which someone or something has come in and cut the forest out of. Tess, you notice all this as well. However, you also notice in the center of this clearing, there are eight large smooth stones encircling reddish clay and dirt. And this place has noticeably not been overtaken by any vegetation social media influencer you're thinking this looks like somewhere like a common space like a speaking circle like a place to gather some kind of central meeting space a central hub delbert you see all this and you also see a large muscular 10 point buck grazing around the stones you watch as it nibbles it picks a little leaf off the ground here a twig there and then karn eats his last spider web that he ever wants to eat in his life. <laughs> and the uh, buck's ears perk up and point directly in your direction. You see it sniff, snort, 
and then stare at your group, and then it begins to stomp its hooves. Can I have everybody make a roll for me, please? I'm going to make this roll, but did Delbert's handgun make it through all the shenanigans? You have your handgun. Uh, For this roll, do not add skill. Uh, That would be a two. Delbert got an eight. Tess got a nine. We're going to die. The buck stops here. What do you do? How far away from the uh, buck is Delbert? Probably a good 50 feet. It's a good distance away. So if it if it were to start charging you, you guys would have time to do something. It's it's still stomping the ground. It's snorting, but it's looked like it's getting aggravated. Delbert's feeling the spirit of the wild right now. Delbert just, you know, first he conquered that bear. Then he got Jimothy out of there. Oh, hold on, guys. There's a moose. <laughs> Jimothy was conscious for a brief second. Delbert doesn't see a deer. Delbert sees meat. Delbert sees meat. Delbert sees meat. He's feeling himself. He's been an all-star. That's what if he if he hasn't been prepared for this like if he fails here, what has he been preparing for his whole life? Delbert pulls out his handgun. Delbert's pulling out his handgun. Do you tell the others about what you're seeing right now? I just I like you gotta be quiet. So under my breath, I can't guarantee they hear it. Delbert's gonna be like, don't move. What? Huh? I step on a twig loudly. God damn it. The huh? And the twig snap. This buck with daggers on its head. Daggers? Charges you. <laughs> Delbert, can you please make a roll for me and add your lore if you have any? I'm assuming X does not mean 10. Correct. So, okay, you don't have any lore yet. Okay. So, so that's, your... a, that's a 17. Karn, how are you feeling right now? Angry. Tess, how are you feeling right now? Confused. Delbert, there is this buzzing sensation from the back of your head. And from it, you know that without looking, you know that Karn is feeling angry. Tess is feeling confused. And these emotions kind of vibrate in the back of your head. And then you also feel the emotions coming off of this buck. And the buck feels frightened and also confused. You get the feeling from the buck that these are, it's in danger. Do I have a sense of what it's afraid of? Like, do I feel it's from us? You, you just know that it feels afraid. You can't tell why. Hmm. It is, however, charging you. Can I have, actually, can I have Tess and Karn both make lower rolls and add your lore to it, if you have any? I think Tess might be the only one at this point who survived. Three. Tess rolled a five, and she does not have lore. Jimothy has lore. Tess, I think, did, did look at the... Oh, you gave her plus lore. That's right. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let me pull up the notes. I forgot you added to it. So Tess has two lore, so that gives Tess a total of seven. Uh, Yeah, the buck is charging towards you guys. What do you do? Well, Delbert no longer feels good about killing it because it sense- he senses his fear, oddly enough, and makes him think of his- one of his favorite movies, Powder. But it is now charging Delbert, so now Delbert has to stand his ground. Legally. Delbert's going sh- sh- Delbert. to shoot at the buck. What are Tess and Karn doing? Karn can I panic? is running You can absolutely panic. Away. Can I hide behind one of the stones around this clay, red dirt stuff? You can? Yeah, I do that. Can I have all of you make a roll? That's a one. That's got a six. Delbert, what'd you get? You remember what Karn got? Karn got a one. That got a one with the firearm. A lot of things happen at once. So this, the 10 point buck charges your group. You see Karn try to take off running. However, he doesn't run back into the forest. He just runs right out into the clearing. And for some reason, once he realizes where he is, the only thing he can think to do 
is to go into one of his modeling poses. What modeling pose do you go into? Uh, that, <clears throat> that would be that of the crane. The crane. Beautiful. Tess, <laughs> as you're trying to run to the stones, you see Delbert, I'm sorry, you see Karn doing the crane modeling <laughs> From pose. From Karate Kid. This, this is one of the rare ones. And so you stop to take, to take your phone to try to capture it, and you're trying to zoom in. Delbert, you try to reach for your gun, and then you realize you're still holding on to the straps for little men. So you have to, you let go of the straps, and then you go for your gun. But in that time, the buck advances on all of you. The buck sideswipes Karn, knocking him to the ground. Karn, take two points of damage. The buck then flings him, and his body hits. Test, test, take one point of damage. And as the buck is continuing, continuing, continuing to move, it gets about five feet in front of Delbert when all of a sudden loose stones and loose sticks in front of Delbert erupt, doing one point of damage to Delbert, but scaring the buck and causing it to divert off the path. When this happens, Tess, you look at your phone because you hear a, a buzzing sound and you thought it was your phone ringing, buzzing, but you look at it and it's Tubbs. Tubbs is calling you again. I answer it. You hear Tubbs's voice saying, I warned you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm with a buck and it hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is, is it Tubbs? Is this Tubbs? Hey, you called me. I called you? Can I go back to sleep or what? Yes. <laughs> as you say yes, you notice there is a sensation on the back of your head as well, and that's like a pressure, and that pressure Spidey lifts. Sense. Yes. Okay. Just so we have spatial awareness of where everyone is right now. We've got Karn and Tess. You are next to the, the stones encircling the clay circle. We have Delbert who with... Little men who is still at uh, coming out of the forest, and the buck has run away. He's killed me. What do you want to do? <sighs> there goes dinner. Would have had it. You guys done messed it up. Probably you, not for the last you time. Didn't, you, you did not even shoot. You have you have the gun. You didn't even use it. It wasn't a clean shot. You know I only do a clean kill. That's why I couldn't take the shot because you distracted it. And then well now now look what's happened. Look at look at this knee. You see my knee? Just bruised. Oh, it hurts. Walk it off, car. <sighs> Looks like we're not having dinner tonight, but maybe we can at least get some shelter. Now, do you guys want to go look at those potential cabins off to the west, or do you want to go look at that real big building way off to the east? <laughs> if we're going to sleep, maybe we go we go into a place with beds. Yes. Heavens. Can I have each of you make a roll? Uh, no, you may not. It's a, uh, it's a 14. Delbert got a 7. Tess got a 2. Without warning, there is a flash of lightning above you, which illuminates this area even better. And all three of you notice that these stones that are encircling this clay, there are images carved into the sides of them. And then there's a thunder blast which shocks you and makes your eyes go all blurry and you're starting to stumble around a bit. Ringing in your ears, your eyes begin adjusting back to this lower level light because the sun is now starting to dip just at the bluff level, not getting as much light. But you see that 
you have all three of you kind of stumbled into the reddish circle and the stones are just surround you like guardians and little little man's body still breathing but little man's body is still at the forest clearing tess what is your traumatic flaw panic you see that you've wandered into this clay circle surrounded by stone there are images engraved on the stones how do you panic i don't know what these symbols are do you think do you think it's an omen like do you think we like die because of it do we end up like tubs we don't talk about tubs oh sorry well he just called me he's you don't have service (laughs) pretty sure your phone's broken there's a crack in it and tubs that crack was that crack was always there Incident! Uh, we don't talk about the Also, incident. my phone's like almost like practically dead. But also, Tubbs is literally dead. You cannot have a phone call with a dead man. Do you think I should use like my... I don't know what these symbols are and I'm panicking about these symbols. So maybe I should just Google it. Should I Google it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Google, Google it. Yeah, yeah. Order us a pizza is while that... you're at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. As you look at closer onto these, whatever's uh, carved into it, they... All three of you can as well. It looks like some kind of series of steps of like stages of something depicting some kind of ritual with a figure inside the circle holding an orb in each hand. And then the figure stretches the hands up like some kind of offering to the heavens above. And then there's vertical lines emerging from within the circle. Delbert, you look down to the ground and you see that it's not just all red clay. There are also what appear to be uh, a couple shovels, some buckets, and some kind of both rock and polished spheres. What do you guys do? Well, Delbert's waging a war within himself between knowing we need to go get to shelter before the sun goes down. God damn, Delbert needs to know what's going on with these uh, we should We should get to shelter. We should get to shelter because if it starts raining, then we're going to catch a cold and then we're going to be sneezy and that's not a good look. I hear you, Karn. I, I got to know. I, it's just shovels, got, it's shovel rock bucket. Who care? I not. I, I got. What if it's an artifact and I could go to a museum and I could be like a real life Andy Andy and Jones? You already are one. I don't say the right thing. Look, look. I know manual labor is not your thing, but I know comfort is your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You too, Tess. So let's just go in the go in the house. You two go to the cabin. Oh, thank God you've given me permission. He leaves. <laughs> Card. As you walk, you're not really paying attention, and so your foot hits one of these rocks, and you fall down within the circle. Uh, you go, and you kind of, and you reach out to pick up this rock to see, uh, you know, what it is you fell on, and it looks like red, marbled, marbled with white swirls in it. Can I have each of you make a check for me, please? Who do I make it out to? Uh, you make it out to the universe. As a two. You have no idea what this is. Can I see my reflection in it? You cannot. <sighs> Delbert got an 18. It's like a strawberry Swiss roll, isn't it? <laughs> we'll find out what you think. A little bit. When you rolled a five. Tess, you didn't do a lot of rock looking in your... <laughs> Delbert, for some reason, so I guess there's benefits to being a doomsday prepper and a survivalist wannabe. You know that this rock is Mozartkite, which is a very particular rock that only is found in this area. And it's known for its ability to be polished and smoothed into jewelry. And 
As you're looking around, you're just seeing raw chunks of it on the ground, but you're also seeing smooth spheres of it, which have just been dropped on the ground. And you see Karn holding up one of these raw chunks in his hand. This stupid fucking rock made me trip him and embarrass me in front of everyone. I think we've stumbled onto a village of arsy crafty little knickknack makers that they sell <laughs> at small town like fairs. This is Mozart kite. I say that right? Is that a real thing? This is Kenny asking. That's a real thing. Mozart's That's a real... kite? Mozart's kite. <laughs> Mozart's kite. Kite with a T. Mozart kite. Yes. They polish these stones here and they sell them because this is Mozart kite. I know this. You guys know I know a little bit of everything. I dabble. It's a you know very popular stone you know used to make jewelry. I look Tess. That makes some very beautiful earrings for you and Karn. I know that looked good on your rod piercing. <laughs> so look, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna get some of this because this could be this could be worth something. I, I don't know that true or not, but it could be worth something. So I'm gonna take one of these shovels. I'm gonna dig some up and put it in this here bucket. I'm gonna bring it over to our thing because look. At least we can do is get some of our money back. I don't think we're going to get our deposits back on the boats. So that's a problem. But what if it's bad luck? What if we're not supposed to dig up stuff? Did there would be a sign, Tess? I mean, what are these little symbols on here? Maybe that's the sign. That's just... I look at the symbols. Can I suss anything out from the symbols? Make a roll for me. Do not add your skill. I don't need it. 19. The symbols on all the stones, You. it is very clear to you that this is some kind of ritual sequence that you start at one and you work your way around to complete the ritual. The ritual begins somehow with you holding the rock and the ritual ends with a column of light coming out of the clay pit, the clay circle. Yo, Karn, I'm going to go ahead and name these stones after you. I'm going to call these the Karn stones. Is that how you pronounce that? I don't... How did you ever pronounce it when you've seen it? It's Kern. <laughs> Look, I'm going to walk around and randomly touch each of these stones until they light up in the proper sequence. Tess, what are you doing? I'm watching. Karn stands up with one of these chunks of rock in his hand. Delbert goes to get one of the shovels, but then sees that another chunk is just on the ground next to a bucket. So he picks up that chunk in his hand and... Tess, above you, there is a shadow that has started to do circles. What do you want to do? I uh, tell Delbert about it. Delbert, do you look? What, Tess? What? What? There's a like a circle thingy up above me. Do you have like a visual representation of a light bulb when you had an idea? No. <laughs> There's a circle thing above. Yeah, do you see it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like purple and swirly. I look right? up. Karn, you can hear them. Do you look up? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Delbert and Karn, as you look up, your thoughts come back to the people in the circle. Delbert, can you describe one one bad thing that Tess and Karn have done to you? Oh, neither one of them followed my instructions when it was crunch time on this trip. They don't respect my abilities, and it diminishes how I feel as a person and as a survival man. I don't think they take me seriously at all. Karn, what is one bad thing that Delbert and Tess have done to you? Okay, so I, I keep inviting them to my improv shows and they never show up. <laughs> well, that's cold. 
you're still looking up, but it's these thoughts that just start screaming in your head. And you see that the rocks in your hand begin to glow and produce a small yellow oranges oranges light. It's not hot, but there it does start to become this smell, a strange, unfamiliar smell. Can I have uh, well, everyone can smell it. Could I have all of you roll a check for me, please? You can add your ability to this. 23. Uh, that's a 7 for Delbert. Tess, where is that gone? Oh, I found it. Okay, hold on. Try it again. On the table, though. I said <laughs> on the table, not off my foot. Tess is panicking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did it. It's on the table. Okay, plus your skill. Tess got an 18. Delbert, you're more focused on the color changes in this in this rock in your hand. You do smell something, and it's like, it smells different. Karn and Tess, the best your inner voice can come up with with what this is smelling like is rotting garbage cleaned by a salty ocean breeze. Oh, it's Jimothy. So Tess and Karn, I need you to make a note for me. Anytime I ask you to make a roll to smell something, add your skill. Tess, as you're watching these two... Uh, frenemies hold these rocks in their hands that are now glowing and you see this swirling shadow above you all of a sudden the rocks start cracking and bursting in their hands until they form perfect spheres that drop to the ground there is a scream above you and as you're all looking up you see that dark form just explode and expand out into the sky and it disperses a red mist that begins to settle over everything and everyone within this circle. And all of a sudden, the ground begins to illuminate slowly, slowly, and then shoot up a column of white light that pierces up through the clouds into the sky. And then it disappears. And then it's quiet. What do you want to do? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was what? Did you guys see that? No. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Car? I, 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 uh, I, I, I. I, I don't have the um the vocabulary to describe what is happening, so I'm going to uh, nope. Black feathers begin slowly floating down over all of you, and you watch as one of these feathers comes. Some settle on the stones, and then just kind of turn into a powder and get blown away by a gentle breeze. Some settle on you and get turned into a powder, and you watch one particular larger black feather as it comes down away from the circle onto the stone path towards the cabins, and you see it land on a body. for listening to this episode of Red Raven River, an actual play podcast by your friends at Horrible Opinions. For this story, we are using the Eldritch Hack System by Dan Masters, which can be found at DriveThruRPG. Music and sound credits can be found in the show notes. Remember to subscribe to Horrible Opinions and tell others about us so we can continue growing our horrible community. And as always, I've been your Game Master Ryan. Thanks for listening, horrible people. Horrible people.